That's it. That's all the intro music he's getting. Fantastic. <laughs> I think that's brilliant. My out of tune guitar. <laughs> that'll do. That'll do. That'll keep him quiet at least. Yeah. There you go, Andy. I couldn't even be bothered to tune the guitar up for you. <laughs> so apparently our little joke of starting the podcast halfway through a sentence doesn't work either yeah we're not as funny as we thought maybe no <laughs> people, people thought our production quality was so bad that the editing we were ending up cutting ourselves off at the very start where the joke was supposed to be that you it's like that the, the young the, well, the joke that goes around and that's what she said yeah I mean, but obviously it didn't work we had no. two people mention it to us so and Andy, Andy said he had his uh, he had a, his iPhone and Overcast on it, and he kept pressing the rewind button to try and get back to the start of the podcast because he thought he'd just. Oh dear! Uh, never mind. Never and mind. he's given us grief about the production qualities in terms of no intro, outro music. So yeah, well perhaps. Oh, we've uh, got it now. You just did it. That's it, is it? Yeah. No, maybe not. I think uh, <laughs> we'll perhaps look around and have a test. And also, uh, we'll come on to like what we've done this week. Have some feedback about the length of the podcast as well. Like yeah, keep it under 30 minutes yeah it's funny because when we first did it we talked about that and suggested 30 minutes but it felt a bit too short mm. so we'll see we'll see what goes on I think the way we do it now basically is we just talk until we're finished don't we and it <laughs> turns out we're doing about 40-50 minutes yeah. so um, in terms of the editing you say, sometimes say that I do the editing but it doesn't involve much just cutting the rubbish out from the beginning and the end and mm. then um, that's More pretty much it I want to do yeah so we'll see well, maybe we'll uh, Cut it shorter. Yep. I don't want to talk quicker, that's the thing. I probably talk quick enough as it is. Yeah. And if we set a limit of 30 minutes, I'd be like... Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> <laughs> right, so what have you been up to then? Um, well, uh, usual stuff. Freelance project during the day and, well, actually a bit in the night as well recently. But um, I've uh, my goals from last week, my, my, my actions, some more cold calls. I've got my seven cold calls done this week. Very good. And it's Friday. Friday morning, so I've got an afternoon yet if I uh, feel inspired to do a few more. It's been going quite well, actually. I mean, um, this time it was, I've picked a sort of vertical which I felt um, might have a bit more promise. And I've 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 called about 10 people. Um, I got through to nine. Two of those were kind of the, the gatekeeper situation where you speak to a receptionist or something and they wouldn't put me through or said call back and all that sort of mm. thing and I've never managed to get through to speak to somebody who would actually be able to help me with those two um, but I managed to speak to seven people um, individually and a lot of them didn't have the problem necessarily mostly because um, well for example one of them is more of a consultant now so he consults with people on how to run events and think that sort of thing so he didn't really really count um, and then one of the others was um, that, you know, just doesn't have that problem. They don't really deal with, with sort of spreadsheets and so on. So, um, but of the three I did that, that were interested, so, so seven I spoke to, three of them were relatively interested. One of them is kind of vaguely interested rather than interested <laughs> in that they mm. do do the, they do do the merging of the spreadsheets, but not so many, uh, that they worry about it too much. And generally there aren't that many rows in there that that's yep. a big problem. But the other two definitely, um, they were they've experienced the problem they recognized it straight away and uh so that was promising now it's one of those things where that it's not something they do regularly it's something they do sort of once in a while for a, for a big um set of data um so there's no kind of sign up now get them paying you know that's yeah. not quite right not not going to work but they're both on my list of people to contact in the future and they were happy to be 
Um, so yeah, so that's not bad. I don't think after speaking to seven, two mm-hmm. were where it had expressed an interest and recognized it as being a problem. So Are they willing to pay for a solution for it? Then? Yeah, they both that's that's why I've got them down as interested because they both said they'd be prepared they would be prepared to look into a product to do it for them, to help yep. them out with it. Um I would have liked to be able to sign them up on the line and say, you know, well give us some money and, and we'll do it for you, but they they've not got a need for it at the moment. So it's a right. it's a sort of need ebbs and flows really depending on what it is they're doing. Um which could potentially have an effect on the product itself. Um, you know, I never thought it was going to be a SaaS product, so it wouldn't be a monthly subscription. Yeah. Um, I'd thought about it being a downloadable product where, you, you know, you you buy it, download it, and then you've got it. But even that might be a bit too much. Might, maybe I'd be best off running it as a, as a web app where you buy one-off merges, you know, configure it through the app. Right, okay. Yeah. So it's not a SaaS as such, but once you've created an account, you've got an account. <clears throat> Um, which enables me to communicate with them. And then they can, um, whenever they need to do it, they just log in and buy another credit or whatever to do yeah. to do what they want to mm. do. I don't know. It's early days still, but yeah. uh, but that's kind of kind of what I'm there. Did, uh, we're probably going to mention Fleming quite a lot because we uh, we met up with him, didn't we, on yeah. Tuesday? Yeah. yeah. Did, uh, did anything he said to you affect your thinking? There's a bit of confusion as well because he thought that you mentioned your end of year goal of getting to two thousand pounds yeah. revenue. He thought that was like the final place where you wanted to get to, and that's you should right, be aiming yeah. higher and and so on. But yeah, he's been getting, getting frustrated that, that I'm aiming too low. That yeah. I should be, uh, if I'm going to build a product at all, I should be aiming higher and expecting it to take longer. Um, but I think, in case anyone else is thinking about that, I mean, the, the key is that it, this is this is the smallest thing I can get from my the big idea around this product that might make some money. Um, and the £2,000 a year thing is a goal more to try and help me free up some time so I don't have to do so much, so many freelance projects. Yep. Um, so that I can free up some time so that I can then go for a bigger goal maybe, you know. So so just to clarify, your goal is in December to make £2,000 out of... A product. product. Oh, yeah. right, it's not necessarily joined up. I mean, the, the this is the current plan, but if, this, if I have to knock this on the head in yep. a month, two months, whatever, because it's obviously not going anywhere, then... It'll have to be something else that brings in that money. Yeah. But uh, so, uh, have you worked back in terms of where you want to be, say by June or July? In terms of revenue, yeah, like monthly <laughs> revenue. Well, it makes sense that it should be a thousand, but I don't think that's going to happen. Oh. Um, but just based on where where I am now, I haven't really. Um, on you know, it really means getting some decent traction at some point this year with a a product so that it grows. Not necessarily exponentially, but mm-hmm. you know, pretty quickly to get to two thousand a month. Yeah. Um, like I said at the time, I think it feels a bit unrealistic. It's a stretch goal, if you like. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I've got you know, you've, I think you've got to have something like that to aim for. Otherwise, if I miss it and I'm making a thousand pounds a month, and that's fine, you know, well, it's not fine because I'll be a bit annoyed at missing the goal. But it it's better than what I'm at now. That's right. Yeah. So you know, that's the way I'm yeah. looking at it. Very good. So in terms of my actions from last week, there's uh, some, well, I was going to say some good, some bad, but there's definitely some progress in terms of on golf site engine. I said I was going to have a, like the marketing sales site up. Yeah. But I kind of changed it on Tuesday. Again, this is what I'm going to mention Fleming a few times because we met up with him on Tuesday. Yeah. And uh, at a networking event. Um, another friend, Horea, asked him, because he, he kind of wants to do a similar thing in terms of getting some consulting, freelancing opportunities um, and build websites and stuff. And he said, he was asking myself and Fleming, you know, 
how would you go about getting his first customers leads and yeah. so on and i've heard this before and fleming just kind of repeating it was uh good to bring it back because i said you you know go along to networking events like this blah 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 chamber of commerce type stuff yeah federation of small business meetups as well yeah um and fleming's you know nugget for me that i've taken forward this week was instead of pitching your sale to people just ask for advice so rather than going you know this is what i'm offering to golf teaching professionals are you interested send an email to the golf teaching professional saying this is what i'm thinking of doing you know mm. do you have any advice on whether this is a good idea you know would people be interested and so on so you're still laying out what it is you're going to offer but you're not yeah. really pitching to sell it to them you're more asking for advice and if your offer is as good as you think it will be or should be or whatever then the people you're asking for advice will probably snap your fingers off anyway yeah and so it's not quite a hard sales pitch which is what i was kind of wary of doing it's an easier conversation <clears> isn't it rather than going in saying will you buy my stuff yeah exactly yeah so i i've there's three or four people I know who are golf teaching professionals and I've just sent them the the kind of same kind of email I would have sent if it was just a hard sales pitch, but at the, the very front it's like a little catch up thing going, How you doing? blah, blah, blah. Mm. Thinking of putting this together, you know, there are, is there any advice you can offer? And then listed out, you know, what the offering is and the benefits it will bring and stuff. Um and had some good feedback actually. So from the four emails, um, two people have come back, one's a potential yes. Because he was supposed to be getting a site built already, but the bloke's not done anything about it and missed loads of deadlines and stuff. Um, and the other chap said, this is kind of, I think you have to take it with a pinch of salt. He's just had a site built, unfortunately. Um, but he said, oh, if I hadn't had this done, then, you know, it definitely would interest me. Yeah. But without getting people to confirm that with money or not, it's just a, yeah, it's an empty yes, isn't it, I guess? Yeah, it sounds um, good, though. I mean, that's good for so Yeah, so I think for next week, what I'm going to do is pull up a list of 50 golf teaching professionals which is relatively easy to do using twitter and yeah searching on google and stuff and send them that email and if they say then it's a good idea but they've got a site or something because i will have found them through a google search anyway probably yeah i'll ask them a question you know do you think there's anybody else who you know because golf teaching professionals i generally know a lot of other golf teaching professionals yeah so ask them the question you know do you know anybody else you think might be interested in this? Yeah. Um, I'd be interested to see what kind of response rate you get to emails because mm. you could call them effectively as well. Yeah, so I'm wimping out of this. I know <laughs> I was just about to say that. I'm wimping out and I'm not doing the cold calling thing. Um, my excuse will be because I know that the golf teaching professionals are probably teaching, so they're probably with a client. Um, and I'd just rather I'd rather send an email to them. Or they might just be sat in the pro shop having a cup of tea. True, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think, <laughs> I must admit, I wanted to do the email thing as well, but I didn't really know what to put in an email. Now, the script I've been using for the cold calling, it's, it gets refined pretty much after every call. And it's basically, I found the, the thing, and, and I should have known this, but reading the Robert Graham book, he said, basically, you need to get them to be talking as soon as possible. And the problem I had with it was that I wanted to introduce me and what I was doing yeah, so that in their head they registered as ah that relates to me before they then started talking because otherwise people are just like oh yeah don't want to talk to you you're trying to sell me something and so i had a really long first sort of couple of paragraphs of intro mm. and i found after a few calls that that was taking too long to get to them speaking so i cut it right down to literally a sentence you know who i am what i do what i've done for other people like them um and then I wondered. I was wondering if you had the same problem, and then that opens it up to them to talk. So it's literally sort of like a you know a couple of sentences of, of me talking, and, then mm. I talk. and that's worked really well. 
in the they say yes or no that they've got the problem and then you can start talking and then that after that i don't really have a script i just kind of say try and ask them about um like you were saying for advice really so i'm kind of saying well you know how do you solve that problem or if they yeah. don't have that problem and try and poke around a bit to see if there's anything else but it's like asking advice and the ones i have spoken to they've all been really friendly and sort of mm. trying to help out as much as they can so yeah, so obviously my results from this week of just emailing the people I know is biased because they know yeah, me already, yeah. so they're more likely to be more friendly, yeah. I guess. So we'll see you next week. I'll pick yeah. 50 people I'm going to try and contact, so Excellent. send those emails out and report back. But, really uh, good. Yeah, we'll see. So the other stuff I've been up to this week, or actions from last week, is marketing for the podcast. So we wanted to get ourselves in a position where we'd done a few episodes and uh, we'd obviously improve the quality, as we said. I've said previously, we've got three good episodes up now, so did a bit more marketing for it. Um, we've got six five-star reviews now on on iTunes, which is good. It's fantastic. Yeah. It's interesting seeing that <clears throat> once you get up to the level of four, well, we put ourselves as the main category as the business and marketing category, and once we got up to five reviews, we started appearing in the new and noteworthy section, right. okay. which is that, quite nice to was. see. Yeah. So hopefully as we get more more reviews in, we'll stick around in that area or go into the pop, appear in the popular uh, popular section. Um, I'd submitted the podcast to as various distribution partners. Yeah, so Stitcher is that one of them? Yeah, I can't remember. I told I you that. Day, yeah. didn't I? So submitted us to that, so people can discover us again in in different ways. And we posted to the Micropreneur Academy as well. Yeah, so obviously a community of boot, fellow bootstrappers who might find it interesting. <laughs> um, we've got that's where we got the feedback really about the the length of the podcast and so on. So I think we'll experiment with it. I guess. Yeah, we can do. And, um, you know, maybe we could start cutting some bits out of things in the future yeah. if necessary. But, yeah, so there we go. Yeah, so that's good. And that's resulted in like four, nearly 400 downloads this week of the podcast. So it's fantastic. That's pretty good, isn't it? Yeah, it's really good. Well, I don't know. I don't really know what we expected to happen, to be honest. I didn't have any expectations, I don't think. Well, yeah. no, I didn't actually in terms of numbers and things. Just because I um I was involved in the SharePoint podcast before, or SharePoint pod show. That was, was massive, called. though, wasn't it? And that was massive where it got hundreds, like, nearly 500,000 downloads, I think, across the whole year. Yeah. But we already had a massive community of SharePoint people kind of following us, so we, we kind of had a jump start with that, where yeah. this is really, really starting from scratch, isn't it? So, it is, yeah. Um, so, yeah, so that's going really well. Uh, I don't think there's much more kind of stuff I can do around that, apart from keeping on with the Twitter and yeah. Facebook posts and so on. Yeah. Um, yeah, uh, the income report, I think we said we both do, didn't we, this month? I, I haven't, haven't done it yet. I haven't got around to doing mine, but... I've, Plan to get it done over the weekend and up by Monday. So yeah, oh, I'm, I'm the end of January that. is not till tomorrow, is it? So we've still we've got yeah, a bit of an Sunday's there. the first, isn't it? So yeah, yeah, I've got the same thing for this weekend. I've just done not, not had time to do it this week, but it links into my other annual goal of a blog post a week, um, yeah. a month rather. So I'm going to do it this weekend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. cool. And have you been trying out the Pomodoro technique? I haven't. No, no, no. I, I should do. You're going to give it a go? <sighs> yeah. Well, <clears throat> I said I'd think about giving it a go. <laughs> no. It's mainly, uh, well, I've not really got a good excuse for not doing it. Um, I, I'm in, I'm trapped in the situation of having to produce stuff um, and I can see far enough ahead of me that I know what it is I need to do. But there's no sort of fixed written down plan for individual things to do within that, you know. And yep. I think I should just do it really. I should just sit down and, and plan it out. But mm. um, I, I'm just feeling reluctant to sit down and spend an hour or two mapping it all out rather than just getting on with the work you know yeah. for that hour or two which is probably counterproductive i know but it's just the way i work so i've been sticking to it all week how's it going 
and it's really good. Yeah, I wouldn't say I've, I average between six and eight pomodoros blocks each yeah. day, so I'm not getting up to the ten target, which is what John Sonnez was yeah. doing. Um, but it's really good. I mean, it's brilliant in terms of I sit down either the night before or the very start of the morning and plan out my day and what I want to get done. How long does I've that take? Got done well, like a couple of minutes. Yeah, not much. So I'm one column on Trello. I've got all everything I've ever thought I might want to get done or has come up. Never <laughs> get done. Um, like the immediate to-do list, I think it's got yeah. like 25 items in there, and so I just look at it and decide what's either the main priority or what do I fancy working on that day or the next day, and kind of slot it in. Yeah, that's um, good. Yeah. And so each day is I'd use the same way we spoke about last week, where each day has a different column in Trello. I can even plan a couple of days in advance. If I know I've got to get something done by the end of the week, I can you know, slot it in on a Wednesday or something if I don't want to work on it right now. Yeah. And um, to try and make sure it gets done. But yeah, it's been really, really good actually. Excellent. Really happy about that it. sounds good. Yeah. Six. So what? So you get six to eight done a day, mm. and then what? When you don't get so if you get six done, for example, that's an hour or so that is less. It's just because you do a shorter day, or is it because you feel like with other distracted? Stuff? To be honest, so yeah. there's one of the problems I have is in terms of working remotely with people is that get Skype messages through often. I should, I've got Skype set to busy, but you can still see that number one there showing up. Yeah, yeah. And it's, I guess, well, I'm not so bad with within a 25-minute block of um, staying focused on that 25 minutes. But once it comes up to, you know, the five-minute break or something, I'll check Skype, and that's when I'll get distracted for yeah. the next half hour so or rather than a five minute, minutes. five-minute break. So rather than sticking to break, the five-minute yeah. break, it becomes a half-hour break. Yeah, yeah. That's one of it gone. Um, yeah. But, you know, that's one of the challenges of, I guess, of managing people and yeah, to a certain degree. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. But hey, I've got a bit more of an update from the joined up data perspective. I spoke a few episodes ago, two or three episodes ago, about the LinkedIn sponsored update that I was doing. Um, and I'd set a limit on it of £100. So this was an article that I'd already published on my website. And it's a how-to article, really. So it's not like a um, long form sales page or anything like that it's just a, a how-to sort of article and um, what I did was I sort of rewrote it cut it down a bit and added links to the main article for uh, for an article to put on LinkedIn which I then did and I sponsored that article and I'll just give you the numbers really I so so it gives you two sets of numbers one of them is without sponsorship and one of them is with sponsorship and without sponsorship it got um around about 1200 impressions and five clicks. Um, and they've given that a, a 0.41% engagement mm-hmm. um, sort of rating. So that's but just posting it up. That's just posting it up. Yeah. That's not bad getting that many impressions. No, it's good. Um, so I think that goes through my network and I don't know, actually, I think it, I thought it, it was just my network, but I'd be surprised there's, would get that many impressions uh, it's difficult though isn't it because if anyone goes to the, their homepage, then you've got that feed list at the bottom yeah so it would show up in there whether they were looking at it or not right. so it's an impression but you know have you uh you like proactive on link were you proactive on linkedin I'm beforehand not. so you haven't no. necessarily spent ages building up your network of active people on there no there? i've been really bad with linkedin and my profile's rubbish and all the rest of it i should really do more in it but it's just finding the time i think um but yeah so i got five clicks out of that um, it's not not a lot, but it's uh, you know something. And then with the sponsorship, like I say, I spent a hundred pounds and it got just short of four thousand impressions. Yeah, twenty seven clicks, seven interactions, which is people liking it. Um, I think mainly. And I acquired two followers for the joined up data LinkedIn page. Right. 
um, which I think is, I'm fairly pleased with that, really. I mean, it's expensive. It's £3.70-ish a click. Mm. Um, but I think if I had a better article that was more resonant with sort of a particular target market, like now I found that this, this week cold calling, this particular niche is, is, has got some interested people, at least. I know seven calls isn't a lot, so I'll have to make yeah. more before I know uh, more. But out of that seven, two were, were, would be interested, so that's not bad. So maybe if I wrote an article specific for those, that mm. might get a bit more traction. Um, yeah, so overall it's pretty good. During the time I was running it, I also had somebody... Um, so on the sales page, um, I've got the kind of... Because it's like a productized service at the moment where you can buy it and... I'll do the work using the sort of tools that I've built. Yeah. Um, and then at the bottom of the sales page, I've kind of got a, um, if you'd like a downloadable product for this, let us know um, in, in this box and give us your email address. And I had one person do that saying that they'd prefer it to be a downloadable product. Um, so I've got an email address, <laughs> which is my first one. <laughs> um, so yeah, so that that's, I, I, I'm assuming that's related to the LinkedIn stuff right. because it came through around about the same time um but, but who knows maybe not i'll have to dig into it a bit more so in terms of these email addresses that you're capturing mm-hmm. through cold calling and that linkedin ad yeah going to do anything to keep in contact with them regularly <clears throat> i'd like to um you don't want to leave it like nine months no i don't i don't i think i'm gonna have to do something yeah but i haven't thought about what yet because the difficulty is the point of doing this cold calling is to try and some, not so much the links. Well, yes, the LinkedIn ads as well, because they're targeting particular um, job titles and things. The point is to try and get a, a sort of vertical, which I can then start writing for rather mm. than just write randomly. Because I don't think the people that are going to want to be merging Excel files, I don't think it's going to be their day job working in Excel. No. It's going to be something they do occasionally. So they're not going to be interested in general articles about Excel. So... Um, it's difficult to know exactly what to what to write. So yeah. I think I need to find that niche and then write for that niche rather than um, you know rather than just general stuff. So that's what I'll have to do eventually. But yeah, I think the, prob- uh, the these will probably go stale if you like these relationships that what, what they are with these people with emails. Let them go so stale. Far. I could ping them, I guess, just with something in, on an individual basis rather than a sort of newsletter type thing. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'll do something. Very cool. Um, so we went to the boot, London Bootstrap meeting. Yeah, we did. Well, we had a bit of a day out, didn't we, actually? Yeah. Or an afternoon. Bootstrapped on tour. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so we went to London first and went to Google Campus. Yeah. Which is quite cool. It was, actually. It was an amazing place. So there's just loads of people. So you can, it's like it's a co-working space, isn't it? Yeah. I yeah. Feel, initially, when Fleming said he was getting an office there, I thought it was actually Google's office, but it seems to be just a building that Google puts some money into and helps sponsor Yeah, sponsor it. So you can buy a desk to use there for the whole year or you can pay a membership fee and you can turn up every now and again and use it. Yeah. Um, so there's lots of startups there, individual people working on various projects and so on. And then we both thought the same thing when we were walking around. It's like, oh, I really wonder what these people are all working yeah, on. Exactly. I'm so interested to find yeah. out. And the cafe bit, because I think the cafe area, he said you just had to be a member, which was free to join. Mm. It's just a member to use the cafe area. Yeah. And it was rammed. Yeah. The practically people sitting on each other's laps. Yeah. There. And I've got, uh, I asked him to send through the membership details just because oh, okay. of the Stripe benefits. Yes. So I might yeah. sign up for Stripe or payment processing thing. Yeah. Um, and so you get, was it £5,000 worth of charges knocked off or something? Something like that, yeah. It seemed like a good deal when he was talking about it. So you pay 200, I think the membership was 280 quid. Yeah. Get those. 
£5,000 worth of charges knocked off, it pays for itself. That's fantastic. Yeah, that would be good. good. As long as you're making sales of your product or whatever. Well, that's it. You've got to make five grand. But uh, yeah. yeah, so we went along to Google Campus. That was great. I think I'm going to try and regularly go there, actually, like perhaps once a month or something. So you're going to become a member? I think so, yeah. 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 It's just nice to get out and work somewhere else, isn't it, with other people? And... It is, yeah. And it, it it's kind of motivating as well, being in that kind of environment when mm. you've got people around that are obviously busy on stuff, you know, you yeah. know what it is. But it, you feel it's... like you have to be busy too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it, uh, it gives you a bit, bit, of a bit of impetus. Yeah. And then we went to the bootstrap meeting. Yeah, the London bootstrap meeting, yeah, which is was good. Charlie Irish and uh, Ali would run that and... Um, yeah, well, it was good. It was a night out, a few beers, and uh, got chatting to some interesting people. Yep. So it's always going to be good, yeah. And uh, like you say, Fleming, your, your friend Fleming, who we met at Google Campus, he came along as well. Um, so yeah, we made a bit of a do of it. Uh, it was a good, good night, yeah. Awesome. So I said we were going to review our yearly goals. Yes, you did. Because rather than just get to the end of the year, like if we try and review them at the end of each month to see how we're getting on. Yeah. We set them. And it's the end of January, and I'd already forgotten them, <laughs> so I had to go back and listen. Um, go on, but, you go first. Well, the first one was a running one, which doesn't count really, but um, it's been going all right. Running the half marathon this year faster than last year. Well, I mean, I haven't run the half the Reading half marathon yet, so I don't know whether mm. I've achieved it. But in training, I'm doing the times that would mean I'd do about the same time as last year, which actually means I'll probably run it faster because I think you always run a bit faster in a yeah. race. So I'll I'm hopeful. Going. Yeah, I'm hopeful that I'm on target for that one. But yep. We'll see. Go on, what's yours? Your first one. Do oh, so time. mine's running as well, run streak. So, so far, touch wood, I've run every every day so far in January yeah. in 2015. So that's been going well. Uh, most days have been a mile, mile and a half, maybe two miles, but I've snuck in some five-mile runs in there. Yeah. Um, and the, I guess the kind of plan was to get up to, I wanted, you know, well, yesterday I wanted to run a bit further than about five and a half miles I did but I get I've got this loop and when I get to a certain point I either have to turn left to carry on and do like seven or eight miles or turn right and kind of run home <laughs> and every time I've done this loop I've uh I've always turned bloody right to go home oh dear <laughs> which I know is bad and so I need to I think what I might do is do the loop in reverse that's a good idea yeah. I think it's the problem is just getting set in your ways isn't it doing yeah. the same loop and thinking oh well I'd always turn right and go home there so I need to vary the runs a bit or the other option is just to get in the car with Soap and she drives me 10 miles away and I have to run home. Yeah. Because I don't have any choice then. That's so. an interesting one. I like the idea of yeah. that, yeah. I think that's what I'm going to have to do for when it comes closer to the London Marathon of actually like doing 20-mile runs and stuff. Yeah. Because I can't... Re- there's not too many loops really that are 20 miles. No. Guess, and running a loop's a bit dull as well. Yeah. So, so yeah, the run streak thing is going really, really well. Really enjoying it actually as well. I am enjoying getting out every day doing it. And it's interesting because I've been using run streak to track it. And so last week... I ran 20 miles across the seven days altogether. Right. And I burnt some, like, all added up, 2,800 calories, I think. Yeah. It's like a whole day's worth of eating, Yeah, really. So It's good when you I see can, that, isn't it, on these apps? I hope you see the benefits you. in terms of losing some weight start to, uh, yeah. to pay off soon. The hope is to lose some weight, get faster, running becomes easier. Well, that's it. It should be a positive reinforcement circle, yeah. really. But yeah. We'll see. I scared you a bit on, the, on Tuesday, actually, on the train on the way up to London, didn't I? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He said he claimed the Reading Half Marathon date was about three weeks earlier than what it actually was. <laughs> what a panic. <laughs> I was adamant as well in my own mind that yeah. it was because I was getting worried. And then uh, we've got another three weeks on top, so that's good. Yeah. Excellent. So my other one um, was the £2,000 a month from a product. Um, obviously, I've not, well, I say obviously, I haven't got anywhere with that. Yeah. Um, so that's ongoing. 
Uh, my second one was podcast every week, which we're doing. That's yep. an easy one we can knock through quickly. Yeah, that's been going. And uh, so personal blog, I was going to write a blog post a month. Now, I did do a blog post this month, actually, already, just sort of saying about this show. Um, but it was just a few lines, really, so yep. that doesn't really count. So I guess the first one for this month will be the um, earnings or not. Right. I'm not going to make that very long. Mine's just going to be... Yeah, list of numbers. I don't think mine will be very long either, but the two together I'll count as one post right. of the month. <laughs> uh, my third one is get batch codes pro back up to 2013 revenues, which there has been an improvement actually. It's going doing better January this month. Um, a lot of that's due to holiday bookings because people book up summer holidays in January. They're yeah. quite big commission earners. So, um, but we're working with a uh, few SEO agencies to try and get some content marketing plan in place. We'll hopefully generate some links and stuff because it's still mm. all about links at the end of the day. Um, so yeah, so making a bit of progress on that, which is good. Um, and then my last one was back growing golf site engine, and that's obviously work in progress. So mm. still bang, banging away at that. Was the one about building a WordPress plugin? Yeah, I, I wasn't going to mention that one, but there is. Uh, but that involves learning WordPress, which is actually going really well still. So yeah. that's what I'm spending, you know, an hour, maybe two hours a day on working through the, the treehouse videos, which I still yeah. highly recommend. They're really, really good. Um, so I bet out of what you're doing anyway with the golf engine thing and WordPress in general, we'll, 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 I'll well that's the hope. Some, some that something will point. pop out. Some idea yeah. will come out once I've spent more time with WordPress and building some sites out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. So I had two two other ones really. One was about not working evening on weekends, which is completely blown out of the water so far. Um, but it's a name for the year, so hopefully by the end of the year I'll be. I guess it ties in with earning a bit more money or earning some money from a product. Yep. Is that I can hopefully get free up a bit more time during the day. Um, and I was planning on I don't know why I said this running another half marathon as well as the <laughs> half marathon I would like to do it but um, well we um, were in, when we were together on Tuesday the ballot came through for the for, Royal Park yeah, half marathon you should have entered that if I'd have remembered I'd have bloody made you enter it yeah yeah there's loads of others I'll do another one yeah cool cool that's it for me so actions yeah. for next week have you got anything else you want to talk about yeah well um, no no, I don't think I have um, I was going to do more cold calls basically Um I suppose one of the things that I've picked up from the ones that I've spoken to this week um, are a couple of other areas, not not um, not necessarily just merging Excel spreadsheets, um, sort of transforming spreadsheets from one format into another in terms of the column structures and stuff, which in some cases will involve merging as well. But um, that's for you know exporting and importing data. You know you need it in a certain format, and you might not have it in that format. So I'm going to be working on that. Um, sort of trying to flesh out some ideas around that that yep. I might be able to use. So that's something I'm going to be doing for the next week, uh, and primarily cold calling. Yep. So I'm just going to send out fifty email address, uh, fifty emails. Sorry to five zero or one five five zero five zero fifty. Did I say fifteen? I, I, anyway, it's just me, Miss here. Five zero. Going to send them out. I figure that's a better use of my time rather than spending the time creating a sales and marketing site when there might not be a need for what i'm proposing to offer so yeah see what the feedback's like excellent go from there that sounds good well i got one stuff thing actually to mention have you go on then this is related because we're both well i'm on and off but we've both been reading the anthony robbins book yeah what's it called do you remember um the one no, about money anyway it's about money yeah and it's long isn't it it's very very long it is which is why i'm on and off reading i'm taking my time bashing getting through it but there's this thing i found the other day called blinklist.com Okay, Blinklist. and it's like Cliff Notes. You know where they do summaries of books, right? Yeah, and so it does like it'll take a book and summarize it across five pages. 
Oh, right. And it's really good, actually. I've read like, well, I could say I read four books yesterday. I read four <laughs> summaries. <laughs> they got a three-day trial and I think membership is like a monthly membership fee. Yeah. They got some, all like the normal ones you'd see like Rework. And oh, right. All like the psychology, marketing, sales type standard books, entrepreneurs, so, bootstrappers should read around there. Did you read summaries of books you have read? Yes. And, and were the I summaries? Rework. Uh, not Rework, sorry. The remote work one, 37 Signals did. Um, and yeah, it was good. Yeah. Yeah. And so I think also what it'll be useful for is finding books, like reading the summaries, and then if you really enjoy the summary, reading the actual book. And quite often I'll read a book and kind of forget about it three months later. So it'd be good to reread the summary then, yeah. kind of remind yourself about you know the good points that you picked out and stuff. Mm, um, that's a good idea, yeah. So I would check it out. That, I, I, unfortunately, Anthony Robbins' book isn't on there yet. <laughs> <laughs> I also thought as well how old I would feel being an author, having spent two years of pouring my life into writing yeah. this 300 page book and then seeing a four or five page summary that someone else has posted up about it yeah. but I haven't written a book yet so I don't care <laughs> <laughs> so yeah check out blinklist.com I'm really enjoying reading through that at the moment cool yeah looks, sounds good I'll have a look at that that traction book is on there actually oh is it yeah the one we mentioned a yeah. few podcasts ago I've been reading that. Um, growth hacking by Brian Holiday I think it is yeah which is another one that's relevant yeah. or irrelevant to us so Check it out. Yeah, it's worth a look. I've not got anything. No, that's it. Should we wrap it up then? Yeah, perfect. See you next week. Yep, cheers. Cheers, bye. Bye.